Welcome to the Chad Cargill ACT Test Prep Podcast, coming to you from the Ollie Ray Ranch in Choctaw, Oklahoma. My goal is to give practical tips to help you increase ACT scores, qualify for college, and win those much-needed scholarships. We'll talk colleges, careers, and most of all, test-taking strategies and tips. Well, what a crazy week it has been with the new coronavirus just exploding worldwide. And there's so much just tension, anxiety, unknown about this, and it's just affecting everything. And I I started thinking through how that anxiety and that unknown relates to our ACT test. So today, I want to talk to you about test anxiety. And I want to give you seven practical tips that you can do to reduce test anxiety on the ACT. I have said for many years, I believe the number one reason why a good academic student underachieves on an ACT test is test anxiety. ACTs have a way of generating and compounding that anxiety. And I think that some of it can be controlled when we step back, take a broad view of it, and realize, you know, kind of where we're at and what we're going through and maybe just not get so caught up in the rat race where you feel like you're just spinning the wheel, spinning the wheel, spinning the wheel and not getting anywhere. And then you just get so stressed that you can't get off that wheel. And so let's step back today. Let's look at it from a broad view. And let me give you seven practical ways that you can immediately lower your test anxiety. And I think this is very timely with the anxiety that's building uh, with the coronavirus and and all of the schools shutting down. And, you know, with, with the schools shutting down like they are, take this as a good opportunity to start preparing. Let's start preparing for the ACT. Let's start practicing. You've got a lot more free time now than you would have. And so we should take advantage of that. If you can just spend a little sacrifice now, it can be a lot of reward later. I have a saying that I use with my family a lot, and it's control what you can control. There's so much that happens in life that you can't control. I want you to just pause with the ACT and say, I'm going to control what I can control. And you can control how much you study. You can control how prepared you are. You can control a lot of things. You may not be able to control what that number is going to be when you get that score report. But your actions now can control some of that outcome. And so we're going to control what we can can control. And let's start by going through seven practical ways to reduce that anxiety. Number one, repetition makes it not so scary. My daughter, Clarity, who is, she's only in the fourth grade now, but she's an unbelievable track athlete. I remember the first track meet that we went to last year for the AAU Junior Olympics. We went to the regional qualifier in Kansas City. Huge track, huge, I mean, just a huge track facility, I should say it that way. There were a million kids there and some unbelievable runners. I had no idea how big Junior Olympics AU Junior Olympics is. When she goes for her long jump, which is her best event, she had never long jumped before. And I, even though I ran track in in middle school anyway, 
I had no idea. I didn't know how to long jump. The official comes to me and says, are you her coach? And I had registered as a coach to make sure I, I was worried about the language issue. He comes to me and he says, hey, you need a marker start. And I said, well, I have no idea. I said, just tell her to pick a place and go. And he said, that's not how it works. Marker start. And so I go out there, he hands me a piece of chalk and I, I'm like, what, what do I do? And he said, well, you mark where she starts. So she jumps behind the line. I said, I have no idea. And I said, I picked another girl's mark. I said, that's your mark. Go. And uh, I said, Clarity, just jump behind the line. You'll be fine. Her first meet, she, she had no idea what she was doing. By the second meet, she kind of knew what she was doing. By the third meet, she was unbelievable. She ends up national runner up in the long jump. And so uh, she's a, a pretty great uh, a long jumper, but really still doesn't know what she's doing. But because she did three meets, by the third meet, it wasn't so scary anymore. By the third meet, I'm just in the stands. I'm like, hey, uh, go mark 57 feet and take off from there and jump behind the line. The repetition reduced that anxiety. The anxiety was huge in the beginning, much less in the end. I will promise you by the 10th time I took the ACT in high school, my anxiety was dropping. By the 15th time, it was almost comical to me how other people were so freaked out going to the ACT. I'm like, listen, this is no big deal. We just go take a test. We go home. And by the 18th time, uh, yeah, the repetition by 18 times of taking the ACT, my anxiety level was way down simply because I knew what to expect. I knew how the process worked. I knew how the test was going to work. And if you will take the ACT a bunch of times, that repetition will help you reduce your anxiety. The second tip I want to give you is drive to the test center before the test date. Sometimes you're going to take an ACT at a location and you have no idea where it's at. You have no idea where you're going where that building may be. One thing you could do to help is if you know you're taking the test at a certain high school or tech center or college, go to that school the day before or week before, find out where that building is or where that room is or where you're going to check in. That way you'll know that morning and you're not worried about it. And look, I, I don't care if you're a high school senior and you know, you're like, well, uh, you know, I, I really don't want my dad to have to drive me over there. Look, it's no big deal. Go. I've done this before. You go find the place and that way we can lower the stress on test day. Figure out where the test center is. If you need to call that high school well before and find out where they're going to do check-in and then just drive to that school sometime. And that way, you know exactly where you're going and where you're going to check in. The third way to reduce test anxiety is to recognize everyone misses questions too. In the workshop, I use math as an example of this. And I, I start by putting up one of the points that says, if you think you're doing badly, don't worry, everyone else is too. The example I use in math is, I say, how many of you do this? You're taking the math test and you just stop and, and you, just, you just say, man, I'm dumb. And everyone in the room's like, yeah. And I say, what's your first reaction when you do that? You glance up. You immediately glance up. You look at your friends. Why? Because you're praying to God, they've stopped, and they're saying, man, I'm dumb. But what do you see? It's a mass of people with big screen TV calculators, and they're just pounding away on those things. And you're just like, oh my gosh. And you just freak out even more, and you try to work even faster. And so when that happens to you, just stop. 
look around at all your friends pounding their calculators and say to yourself, they're stupid too. Why? Because did you know that almost half of the math questions are missed? Almost half are missed by the average student. So when you look around the room and you go, oh my gosh, they look so smart and I'm so dumb. Just know they're missing almost half the questions. Almost everyone in that room is missing almost half the questions. You don't have to worry about it. It's no big deal. Everybody misses questions. The ACT is not like a high school class where you have to get 90% of them correct to get an A. It's not that way at all. It's okay to miss questions. Recognize that. Everyone misses questions too. You're not alone in that. I promise those people around you that look like they're so smart, they don't know what they're doing either. So just breathe. It's okay. The next one, point four, is to familiarize yourself with your calculator. A lot of times students go to an ACT and they think, oh, I've got to make sure I use this graphing calculator. So you might go with your TI-84 or your whatever, and you don't really know how it works. You're trying to do things with it you haven't done before. You need to familiarize yourself with your calculator. Make sure it's a calculator that you have used. Don't start with some new calculator on an ACT. You want to make sure you know how it works. If you're going to put formulas or programs or whatever in the calculator, I'm going to talk about that in, in later uh, podcast episodes. I'll talk about calculators and what you can do with them and what the rule book says. If you're going to add formulas or solvers into the memory of your calculator, you got to make sure you know how to use it. You got to make sure you know what program does what. And the last thing you want to do is waste time during a timed math test trying to figure out programs. So familiarize yourself with your calculator. Make sure you use one that you're comfortable using and you have used in the past. Don't let the test day be the day when you try to figure that out. Number five, keep your own time. I'm going to do a podcast episode on this later about how to keep time during ACT. For this one today, I just want to say, I don't want to depend on a clock in the room. If you depend on a clock in the room, it may not be there or it may not be where you can see it. I don't want to depend upon a five-minute call by a moderator or administrator. I'll talk about why later in, in that future episode. But the bottom line for now is don't listen to that five minute call. The third reason is I want to know exactly how much time I have left and I want to make sure I work all the way to the end. Keep your own time. Make sure you know how much time you have left. Don't depend on anyone else or anything else. We keep our own time. Six, you want to memorize the key rules and formulas. If you want to lower your anxiety, you memorize the rules and your anxiety will drop. The best example I can give you of this is the dash. When I was in high school, look, I, I just got to be frank with you. I picked a dash if it looked good. I didn't really know the rule for a dash. Sure, I had been taught it, but I didn't really know it. And so I go take ACTs, and I'm seeing a dash on there every time. And I really don't know if it works or not. I'm picking it again if it looks good. And I remember I finally go to one of my English teachers. It was my junior, senior year. I don't know how many times I'd taken the ACT. It had been a bunch. So it may have been my senior year. I think it was my senior year now that I'm uh, talking about it. I went to my junior English teacher and I said, I know you taught me the rule for a dash. But I said, I gotta be honest. I don't really know what it was. I've seen it on almost every ACT and I pick it. If it looks good, can you show me the rule for a dash? And I remember she showed me a dash marks an abrupt shift in sentence structure of thought. It's like a strong comma. And man, when she showed me that rule, she also showed a couple examples. I'm like, yeah, 
Okay, I can do that. Did you know I went into my 11th, 12th, 13th, 14th, all those ACTs after she showed me that, and it was on there, and I'm pretty sure I got it right. Why? Because I knew the rule. Do you think that before I knew the rule, and I'm picking if it looks good, do you think my test anxiety went up when that happened? Absolutely. When you see a question on there and you really have no idea because you don't know the rule or know the formula, your anxiety increases. Now, after I knew that rule, when I would see the dash, I would kind of chuckle. I'd be like, oh yeah, I can do this. Yeah, I, nope. Yeah. If you will learn the rules, you memorize the rules, you get those key formulas, those key rules, you have a great chance of improving and reducing your anxiety. Now, here's what I'm going to do here soon. If you're listening to this, as soon as this is released, this is going to be available within the next few days. I'm going to add a new resource. In the first five episodes, I have told you that there is a resource out there for your scholarship apps and your resumes, scholarships.chadcargo.com. What I'm going to do now is I'm going to give you a new resource and I'm going to call this one test day chadcargo.com testday.chadcargo.com and this resource is going to be a page of all of the key things it's my must know list the day of the test i'm going to make this as a, a new resource for you and you're going to be able to go to testday.chadcargo.com if you go to that it'll pop up a window tell me where to send it you'll put your email there and you will receive in your inbox a pdf document of a list of things you must know the day of the test. Dash will be on there. So when you see dash, you got to think to yourself, do I know the rule for dash? Am I ready for that? If not, you got to look that up. You got to make sure you practice how to use a dash. If you're using my prep book to practice with, it'll be in the table of contents. Just flip to the front and you'll see it. If you came to my workshop, it'll not only be in your workshop packet, the rule and examples, but there'll be a box of the book symbol and numbers beside it, which are the page references out of my book. Now you can use any book you want. Check with the counseling office, your library, your bookstore. You can use any of those big thick books you want. I've got opinions on, on uh, you know, the kinds or whatever you're kind of looking for. But uh, if you want to get my book, you can just get it on my website, chadcargo.com, and we will ship it right to you. Uh, you can also get it at the workshops. If uh, you're attending my class, testday.chadcargill.com is going to be the resource that I'll have available for you. And again, if you're listening to this right after it's released, just give us a little time. I'm going to create this and uh, get this put out there, but it'll give you a PDF and you'll be able to go item by item. And you'll say, do I know the distance formula? Do I know the equation of a circle? Do I know a dash? And if you make sure that you at least know that content, your test anxiety will drop because you'll have a much better chance of being able to get that correct. Now, the last one, number seven. I wrote a phrase on the front of my test booklet, probably my last, I would say it was probably my last six, six times, eight times I took the ACT. And before I tell you the phrase, I'm just going to give you a little background why. You know, if you've listened to my story, which was in episode one, that I really, really needed to win scholarship money to get to Oklahoma State. I was taking the ACT a million times, and it was weird. I mean, people only took it once typically back then. A few would take it more than once, but I mean, I was taking it a lot of times. I'm up in double digits, and people think I'm crazy, and 
I'm really struggling because I know I've got to get that score really high. I was putting a lot of pressure on myself. My anxiety was getting very high. I had practiced a lot. I, I've told you in my story, I took the AC five times in a row my senior year and didn't raise my score. I'm, I was stuck at a 29. During that period, I got really discouraged. I'm going to be very transparent in these episodes. Uh, I'm a man of faith. Uh, I believe I believe in God and I know that God has done great things uh, in, in my life. I, I know he's doing great things in a lot of other people's lives. And I finally, I turned this thing over to God. And I wrote on the front of my test booklet every time, those last, I don't know, six, eight times, I wrote, do your best and God will do the rest. And I had to surrender that. I knew I was given effort and I was studying and I was trying, but I eventually had to turn that over to him. And so that is my seventh tip to reduce test anxiety is recognize that you are going to do so much. And I hope that you'll depend on God to help you. And I, you know, I, I, I look through the Bible and what it tells us. And, you know, look, I, I believe strongly that you're going to have to put the effort forward. It's not just something like you just sit back and go, ah, okay, bless me. And boom, it just, all this happens for you. I believe God wants you to put the effort forward to help make this happen. I mean, Ecclesiastes 9.10 says, whatever your hand finds to do, do it with all your might. And I think you've got to prepare for the ACT with all your might. If you want those blessings, you, you've got to give the effort. And I, I think he created you as a being that you can make those choices. And if you just sit back and go, oh, God, bless me, and God, do this great thing for me, but you don't put the effort forward, it's not happening because that that's not the way this is going to work. And so, and, and I know every, every, people will always want to say, hey, Jeremiah 29, 11 says he has, a, he knows the plans for me. He's, he has plans for me to prosper. Well, that's great. And, and you know what? That's going to be dependent on how much effort you put in as well, because you're going to have to make a decision. God created you with the ability to make decisions and you're going to have to make decisions to put the effort in to see what happens. Now, let's pause for a minute. Even if you put the effort in and you believe that and you say, Jesus, you got to do this for me. Um, look, that doesn't mean you're going to make 36 on the ACT. And at some point, you got to say, I did all I could do. I did my best. He will do the rest. And where I finish, where I end, that's got to be okay. And I, I hope that will be an approach you take. And I think that if you do take that approach, that you can say, hey, no matter what I'm going through, no matter how hard this is, and no matter how difficult this process is, I'm going to have a peace. I'm going to have a peace that I did everything I could, and he knew the plan for me, and that's where I landed. I hope that you will take all of that, and you'll make a decision that you're going to work hard, you're going to prepare, and you're going to see what happens. If you do that, then you'll have no regrets. If you leave it all out on the table, I mean, you give everything you got, then whatever that score ends up being, it's okay. Take some peace in that. It's okay. You don't have to be that perfect 36. My score that I got, I told you I missed that in my story. I told you I missed that biggest scholarship by two questions. Yes, even today I look back and I go, what if? What if I would have done that? But you know what? It's okay. That's where I ended. I know I gave my best effort. It's fine. It's, it turned out the way it was supposed to. It's going to be okay. I can't beat myself up for it anymore. And I hope that you'll find some peace in that, that you do your best and you see what happens. Well, there you go. That's the seven tips to reduce 
test anxiety. I hope that you will apply at least some of them. You don't have to do them all, but I hope you'll apply at least some of them. If you do, I can't wait to see what happens with your scores. Your scores can definitely go up if you can reduce your test anxiety. And just applying a few of these techniques could definitely help you get there. Well, with all of the craziness of the coronavirus, it's uh, I'm sure many of you already expect, but all my classes are getting canceled. So my, my trip through Nebraska, I made the first one. I was able to give the first class and then they canceled school the next day. So uh, to Alma High School in Nebraska, thank you so much for uh, hosting that. I was excited to get that in. All my other Nebraska classes, the Iowa class, my Missouri class coming up uh, next Tuesday. I'm positive all my Oklahoma classes are going to be canceled as well. We'll see what happens once that's over. We'll hopefully be able to start back up giving workshops again. And I don't know what's going to happen with the schools or the coronavirus, but hey, you know what? We're going to go day by day. And I hope you all enjoy some time with your families. I hope you enjoy some time at home. Get outside, walk around, uh, talk to somebody, interact with somebody. And uh, if you do that, uh, maybe we'll all turn out uh, better people in the end. And I hope you'll take some of that time, certainly to prepare for the ACT, because uh, we know this test is important. And if we can take advantage of this time, it could really help in the long run. So let's do that. All right. So I'll have all of this in the show notes for you again. And please, if you would, just go to Chad Cargill Workshop Facebook page. Uh, You can post any questions or comments there on your podcast app. If you would just Go to that, subscribe to this podcast. If you're on Apple Podcasts, go ahead and take a moment, if you would. I'd really appreciate if you do this for me. Just take, it'll take you about one minute to do it. If you would just, after you listen to the podcast, just click on that little review. And if you would just type a few words there, hey, I enjoyed the podcast or whatever, that can really help me. And I would just appreciate it. If you enjoyed the podcast, you think you're gaining from this. If you take a moment to do that, it would really help. I know when I look at podcasts, I look at what podcasts I want to listen to. I read some of those reviews. I just quickly glance at it. When I'm going to buy a book on Amazon, I read those reviews and it makes a big difference whether I listen to it or not. And you could really help me by just typing a few words there. If you enjoyed the podcast, just hit that little five star and then type a few words as a review and then share this with a friend. If you would just share this with one friend, say, Hey, you might, find this valuable. And that would really help me as well. Get the word out and grow the listenership for the podcast. I'm glad you joined for this episode. I'll be back each week. So the coronavirus is not going to stop the broadcast. So each week I'll be back with a new episode and you can always find information about me on chadcargill.com. You can again, find me on the Chad Cargill workshop, Facebook page. Please feel free again to leave any questions or comments there. All right. Well, I hope you have a great rest of your week. Next week, it's going to be okay. We're going to, we're going to make it through coronavirus and we're going to make it through the anxiety of the ACT. I believe in you. We're going to be all right. Okay. Until next week, thank you for joining. Talk to you again soon.